Your health is made up of the hundreds of decisions you make daily that can be overwhelming at times. So each week, we will do a checkup on various well-being topics to give you a fresh perspective to feeling your best. We'll also share our own personal health journeys, what's worked, what hasn't, and the lessons learned along the way. We want this to be a resource where you can learn to become your own best health advocate and embrace that you are beautifully and wonderfully made well. Mel. Meg. Hey, hey, hey. Let's do this. So excited to be talking to you. Second episode, the words we speak. Yeah, so important, right? Absolutely. You know, I I feel like I was always a pretty positive person. The words I sp- spoke were uplifting just from my upbringing until a few years ago when I found myself in an abusive relationship. Um, some of you may have heard about this on my social media or just from conversations, but um, I was in a verbally and emotionally abusive relationship for a few years and uh, repeatedly tried to get out of it, um, but was continually struck down and told that I wasn't good enough, that no one would love me, that I was dumb, that, I mean, the list goes on and on and on to a point where I started to believe these things. And I just knew that in the back of my mind and my heart that I needed to get out, but I didn't know. And finally God got opened a door and I was able to leave that relationship. And from that, I, I started the repair process. Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some things that you've done to do that, but also some things that I use. We're going to talk about some things I usually tell myself that aren't great and what I've been doing to help combat that. Absolutely. You know, the first time I think I realized that um, words were powerful and I wish I would have, you know, thought about it more when I was receiving such negative words in this relationship, but it was when I came across a study done um, by the Royal Horticultural Society and they said that actually how we speak to plants can affect their growth. They found in their research that the vibrations help to improve communication and photosynthesis, which helps the plants grow, but also it it helps their ability to fight off infection. Isn't that interesting? Yes, very. I've actually heard that about music, too. So, really, like, metal music (laughs) is will make plants die, but if you play, like, I don't know, symphony-type music, they thrive. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the vibration of the sounds matters. And while we know that this is true for plants, those studies were also finding more and more about how this relates to us as humans. And so today we're just going to talk about that in greater detail um, and how we can shift our words to help support us in the life that we want to live. Yeah, I've seen in my own life, again, the effects of words. I find myself often speaking negatively about a situation maybe going on or just to myself about me. And usually it's around something that I feel like I can't do. 
you know, we're always we're always more difficult too on ourselves. Oh, 100%. Than than we are on others. Yeah. So whether it's something I feel like I can't do, or I'm not good enough, or maybe I feel like I'm a failure in one aspect or another, um, it might be I feel like I'm unwanted, whether that's been work-related situations, I don't feel like I can contribute, or they, I wasn't chosen to contribute, or maybe it's relationally feeling unwanted. So we're going to talk about some ways that we can kind of shift our focus and shift our mindset and flip the narrative a little bit. And I know you've been reading a book. Yep, reading uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf's Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And one of the, the problems with this negative self-talk is the fact that it's it's private, it's hidden. A lot of the times it's happening in our mind and we're not sharing it with other people. And so we live in this mental mess, this prison of our minds in, in, in a tortured state. You know, Henry Ford once said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So how do we shift this conversation? Um, in Caroline Leaf's book, she said that it's, it really starts with an awareness. And uh, this kind of broaches the topic of mindfulness, which we'll get into more um, in our next episode. But even before that awareness, we have to learn to separate our thoughts from our reactions. And what I mean by this is we need to take time to slow down and just be with our thoughts. And so Caroline Leaf, she is a, I've mentioned her a few times, she has a PhD in communication pathology and specializes in cognitive and metacognitive neuropsychology. She spent the last 30 years studying neuroplasticity and its effect on our mental and physical well-being. And so with her five-step process, she she starts it off with a pre-five-step process of prepping your brain. So the first step is prepping your brain. We'll call it A. And then the first step in the five-step neuropsycho process is gather. Gather awareness and just bring your mind into a place of, okay, what is this toxic thought? What am I thinking about? And then moving into step two, reflecting. And from that thought, what branches are you growing from it, right? These thoughts are actually creating trees in our brain where the thought takes up mental real estate. And the more toxic thoughts we have, the less room or the more mm -hmm. we'll ruminate on the toxic thoughts the less we think about the positive and we know it takes three positive to outweigh one negative so the pre-step brain prep whether that's a breathing exercise mm -hmm. or which you can do anywhere which you can do anywhere step one gather awareness what's the toxic thought step two reflect on it Step three, my favorite step, <laughs> write it down. So powerful. Yeah. You know, I think that it helps us organize our brain, our thoughts, what's happening up there. And this step is one of my favorites. And I actually do this for any toxic thought throughout the day that pops up. 
whether it's writing it down in my phone or writing it down in my neurocycle journal or my other journal, I just have something with me where I can... You even have just like a piece of paper. You can write it down on scratch paper, whatever you have around. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, today I had um, negative toxic thoughts about my business. And so I started going down a rabbit hole of the you know, and always leads to worst case scenarios. And so being able to unpack... I call that the bad place. The bad place. The bad place is not a good place to go. And we go there, I think, more often than we want to admit. I do. I just Um, always go to the worst case scenario a lot of times. What can we call the bad place? I just call it the bad place. The dark side? The dark side? <laughs> I don't know. The dark side leading to light, right? Because it's that awareness we need to know about that that toxic thought to be able to address it. Yeah. And so by writing it down, we can we can kind of filter out the details of the thoughts. Um, from that toxic thought, right, write it in the center. Um, you'll create a metacog, if you will. Um write the toxic thought in the center and then from it we'll grow branches. So we'll literally like draw out this tree like shape that's happening in our mind. So we want to detail our behaviors. So when you have this toxic thought, what are some behaviors that you start to exhibit? Um, for me, it's a sense of control. Like I feel like I need to start doing, doing, doing more things to make sure that this, this bad place, that leads to the light doesn't happen, right? <clears throat> Next, um, what is your um, emotions? What emotions are you having? And from there, um, you know, I'm feeling anxious or I'm stressed or um, I'm fearful. Detailing out those emotions mm-hmm. will then help you gain a better insight on your perspective. So, um, what does this toxic thought cause you to think about like long-term, like what's your perspective on the situation overall? And from there you can get to the root cause of what this toxic thought, where it's from, where it grew, who put it in your mind, is it true? And we'll get into that in a little more detail. We want to weed it out. We, we want to weed it out. So we've got the, the first step is um, the pre-step, A, is the brain prep. The first step from there is the gathering awareness and then reflecting on that awareness and then the third step of writing. And then from there, you reflect on what you wrote as well. And you might notice that you have more branches, more um, behaviors, more emotions that come up, more perspectives that grow out from continually looking at this toxic thought, right? We don't want to just pretend like it's not happening. Right. Because that's not going to make it go away. And so by fully flushing it out and looking at the details of it, we can then start to reconceptualize, which is part of the fifth step. And that's the action step. So how are we going to move forward given this toxic thought. Yeah, I I think that's so neat that she has found that through her research. And I really like when uh, 
science catches up with God because there's actually a scripture that talks about taking every thought captive and that what you just spoke about is really capturing a thought and dissecting it and then being able to take some action on it. So one of the things that I've been learning is that the place that I feel depleted, that's the place that I'm going to make a deposit. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying something, maybe my toxic thought for the day is something around, I feel anxious or I feel worthless. I'm fearful today about something. Um, I feel really unhealthy in my body and I'm saying the word unhealthy, but I want you to fill in the blank. You know, as a health coach, I've heard so many, I mean, I've had people just flat out tell me, oh, I'm fat. You can just call me that. And I never do. But I mean, that's what they're thinking about themselves. So you can fill in the blank. I'm going to use the word unhealthy, but I'm going to give you a statement where maybe you feel depleted. And then I'm going to give you a statement that you can maybe deposit into your life. So instead and of this is the action step. This is yes. once you've dice, once you've done the brain prep, you've gathered the awareness, which is part of that mindfulness process, and then written down what your toxic thoughts are, and reflected on that, and seeing if there's any other things that come up. Right now, you reconceptualize. You create the action step, and this is where you make the deposit. Yeah. So. Maybe you feel really stressed, and instead of just saying, oh, I'm so stressed, maybe you say, I'm anxious for nothing. And then setting a reminder to think this, think about that at least seven times a day on your phone is really powerful. Just doing it once a day is not going to be enough. And so continually bringing this thought and you know, seeing the negative thought and then reconceptualizing it with the positive mm -hmm. is really important part of this process. Yeah. Another one would be, I feel worthless. Maybe you say, I'm valuable. And I would encourage you to add something onto the end of this. I'm valuable because I'm dissatisfied or unha I'm unhappy. Maybe you say, I'm content in and name something that you're really content with. Sometimes it takes a little searching. You know, when we're re feeling really down on ourselves, sometimes I'd, I've just sat there and <laughs> had to really think. It's hard for me to think through something, but I make myself do it. I'm so unhealthy. I mentioned that one. Maybe here your place of deposit would, your, your statement of deposit would be something along the lines of saying, I'm thankful that my body can. I've heard a lot of... I have a lot of friends who've had a lot of babies and I've heard some things over time where they feel like their body can't do something that mm -hmm. they used to do. Maybe that's you right now, but what can your body do? It can do a lot. Or maybe you feel like you're, it's, um, you feel anxious or depressed in this, in this statement you said, instead of your body, maybe you say something in your mind. My mind can, I might feel anxious, but my mind is or can, and then you fill in the blank. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. And so we need to continually shift our attention back into those positive, life-affirming things that are true. Yeah. That yeah. we would say to someone else. Yeah, we're really hard on ourselves. But we, for some reason or another, we forget to say, say to ourselves. And so we've got to start watering those thoughts so that we plant those trees 
in our mind, right? These trees, they actually take up real estate in our minds. And then we, we also on the other side, as we reconceptualize, we want to think about those toxic thoughts shrinking. And maybe you visualize the, the tree kind of browning and the leaves falling off, or you see the toxic thought in a building that's behind a window and the window's shut and it can't get out. It's, it's creating distance from that thought and then replacing it consistently, like I said, seven or so times a day. Reminders are great. That's something that I used to tell people all the time when they were wanting to make a change and create a habit for themselves. Set a reminder in your phone for it to pop up. Maybe set different reminders because if you're anything like me, if I have a consistent reminder, I hit dismiss a lot because I know what that Mm -hmm. is. So maybe put it in a question form. Maybe you say, maybe you're just checking in on yourself for the day. What are my thoughts like today? But maybe tomorrow you can ask yourself a different question. What's, uh, what's my places, where are places in my life where I feel depleted? And then maybe further on throughout the day, you can say, what are my statements that I'm going to deposit in? What are positive statements I'm going to deposit in my life? So ask it in question form. That will make you look at the, the reminder a little bit more closely. And we've got to make a habit out of it, right? Um, I think a lot of people have accepted the 21-day habit, but actually what researchers are finding is it takes 63 days to rewire our brain and produce lasting effects. So make it a daily habit that you can repeat and give yourself those life-affirming words to help water the positive and decrease those non-edifying thought words that will help you reconstruct your brain health over time. One thing I didn't want to leave this conversation without talking about is the people that are speaking into your life as well and the people that you surround yourself with and how that can be really uplifting or it can really drag you down. In Proverbs, it says, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And I just think that's so cool that it it's talking about how it brings you health just by somebody speaking some, are you speaking good words to them or maybe they're speaking some encouraging words to you. Um, a paraphrase that I looked up said it's a, a quick boost of energy for the body, which I thought was really neat. It does. It kind of pumps you up, right? When you hear somebody give you a compliment or a good word of en- encouragement. And that can be a good place to start too. If you're feeling like, oh, I have these toxic thoughts, like I don't know what to do about them. You can start by, you know, sharing positive, life-affirming things with other people. Yeah, and even with us, I know, like, we will call each other out and say, that's so negative. You need to say three nice things about yourself. And we really do make each other do it as cheeseball as that sounds. It helps, though. (laughs) And sometimes it's hard to grasp for that third thing, but... It really is. It's worth it because... We're changing our minds. Yeah. You know, we live in these minds. We're the only person that has to live with ourselves 24-7. And so we want to make sure that our we're setting ourselves up for success. Um, through this process, Dr. Leaf found that participants were actually able to decrease their anxiety and their depression by 81%. It's huge. So um, 
we just encourage you to make this a part of your daily checkup, right? That's what our um, Madewell show is about. What daily checkups can we do to help support our mental, physical, and emotional well-being? Yeah. And this is one of them. So daily, we encourage you in the morning or in the afternoon to first take time to deconstruct your toxic thought. Prep your brain. Do some breathing exercise, a visualization exercise, and then gather awareness, information, reflect on it, write it down, and then gather more information to then have your action step, your I am, what you're depositing, replacing, asking yourself, is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? What can you it's a great do test. to help move you forward to shrink that that toxic thought and build more life-affirming thoughts and trees in your brain yeah I'm glad you mentioned that that really is kind of a great test to run through is this thought true about me or about someone else is it necessary is it lovely is it right all good things to ask and really if the answer is no it's not true it's not necessary it's not lovely it's not a right thought you know it's, it's really time to flip your narrative and hopefully we have given you a few ideas of ways that you can do that and next week or actually two weeks sorry in two weeks we're going to talk about mindfulness which uh, this that will play right into what we talked about today I'm excited to yeah. share with you guys on that between now and then you'll have 14 days to practice 14 your neurocycling and so we just want to encourage you. I mean, it, it might take a little bit more time at first, but after that it takes, what, five minutes a day, and then you set the reminders, and each of those reminders takes a minute. You did it in the car when I was driving one day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just get in the habit and share with other people what you're working on. When you teach someone, you learn more about it. And if you want to check out Dr. Caroline Leaf's yep. book. What's her book's name? Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. We'll try to put it in the show notes too. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love to hear what you're working on. If you have any toxic thoughts that you'd like to share with someone, we're here. Share with us on Instagram at The Madewell Show or Facebook, The Madewell Show. Yeah, and we'll see you soon. See you next time. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you found this helpful. To connect or receive the podcast notes, you can contact us via email at hello at themadewellshow.com or on Facebook and Instagram at The Madewell Show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you know when the latest episode is out. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to leave us a review and share with a friend so they can easily find us And remember that they are beautifully and wonderfully made well.